Randomania! It's a podcast where we select a WrestleMania match at random and then we talk about it. That's right, old wrestling. Newish wrestling. Not old wrestling. My name is Brad. Uh, welcome to the show. Joining me as always is my brother, Matt. What's up? Hey, Bradley, John. It's good to see your face and hear your voice. Uh, I'm recording from a new venue, so if I sound a little echoier, it's a bigger place. I have a house now, so it's pretty sweet. So I'll try to be mindful of my echoness. That's how we know the podcast is successful, because you were able to upgrade to a much bigger house because of it. Unbelievable. Yeah, thanks to our wonderful sponsors and the millions and millions of listeners of this. Thank you all. I moved. Oh, we're humbled every day. Uh- <laughs> Uh, anyway, so we uh, randomly selected a match to watch uh, at the end of the last episode. And what match was that this week, Matt? Guess what? It was match number 321 from WrestleMania 34, held on April 8th, 2018 from the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana, in front of 78,133 people. Asuka versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship, right? I think. Yes. No? Correct. Yes. That's it. You got it. SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, two ladies, each with one name each. Nice, very Vince of her. Uh, <laughs> one name. That's so true. Oh, gosh. I mean, they did mix in more Charlotte Flair later because it was just impossible to deny. You know what I mean? Like, we're doing all the Charlotte stuff and they don't even call her by her last name. Anyway, so that got better. But, yeah, Charlotte versus Asuka. So, SmackDown Women's Championship. This was 2018, right? 2018, good time in wrestling. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I think it was good. It was um, WWE was still running it's running the game. There was no competition yet. Yeah, that's uh, all we had. That's all we really knew. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. it was pretty rough there. So yeah, uh-huh. it, it, dominating the, the scene. So anyway, uh, they got a lot of global uh, influence and a lot of people from around the world at the company, including a lot of expansion of the Japanese end of things by signing players like Kenta. Signing guys like Nakamura, signing, uh, and then, of course, Asuka, and a few others as well. Um, yeah, Asuka was kind of, Kana. She was Kana when she was over in New Japan, I believe it was, or wherever, or All Japan, or Shimmer, or wherever the heck she was. Kana. Yeah, yeah that I don't know. But um, it was nice to see. So anyway, this was a big night, uh, or this was a big year, I guess, uh, for that. Uh, uh, I was just say a big night. Because it's Shinsuke, it's Shinsuke and AJ here, too, isn't it? True, yes it is. So there you go. So yeah, because this was the Royal Rumble that year, 2018. The men's was won by Nakamura, and the women's was won by Asuka. Yeah, the first ever women's Royal Rumble, I think. It was the very first, so she's the distinguished first ever winner. She's the Hacksaw Jim Duggan of the women's Royal Rumble. (laughs) Do you know what number she entered in it? Oh, buddy. Come on, you're the Royal Rumble guy. If I had to guess... It was probably like 14. Nope, that was Nakamura's entrance number. Oh, man. Okay, so she was a little later than I think. 19. 25. Oh, man. Wow. 25. Yeah, late. Yeah, so. I I remember the Nakamura one. That was pretty good. Yeah, you were good. I think actually he was 15, but he might have been 14. Uh, Either way, so she wins. Asuka wins the Royal Rumble, the first ever women's Royal Rumble. And um, it was a big moment, but it's also overshadowed at the end of the totally night by Ronda ruined. Rousey. Totally Ronda ruined. Rousey making her WWE debut 
uh, and pointing at the sign awkwardly uh, as they went off the air. I so, mean, was, yeah, I, ruined, I, I, thought, I feel like they could have done that at Raw the next day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it would have been nice. Because Asuka's in the ring with Charlotte and Bliss because they're the champs at the time at the end of the Rumble. So yep. it's kind of like, who's she going to pick? Well, then here comes Ronda and it's, yeah, it's the whole thing. Throws a whole wrench in the system, so we don't really know what's going to happen. We're going to tune into Raw and SmackDown to find out. So, Raw the next night, uh, Charlotte comes out, and no, Oscar comes out and says that, anyway, she didn't pick her opponent right away. She didn't pick her opponent until Fastlane, actually, if you didn't know. Uh, at the end of at the, at the end of Fastlane or whatever, at the end of the Charlotte's match against Ruby Riot at Fastlane, Oscar comes out and confronts her, points at the sign again. They don't say nothing. They just stare at each other. And that's how we know it's without any any words. That's our match for WrestleMania. So that's all they got made. Cool. I like that. I'll, ba- I'll go yeah. back even further. So we got to remember that Asuka is undefeated here. Right. Very so important She aspect. was NXT Women's Champion. She was undefe- She's undefeated. She never lost the NXT Women's title. Um, right. She broke her collarbone. And she couldn't defend it. So she relinquished the title. And when she came back healthy... By the way, 510-day reign. Ridiculous. 510-day reign. They, uh, Dominance. Trip, Trips loves him some Oscar, man. So watch her get shot to the moon here in the next few months again, I bet. Watch. Um, kind of already happening. Uh, but 510 days, never lost it. Still undefeated. The next time we see her, she's main roster. She uh, debuts on Raw October 22nd. Beats Emma. She's the sole survivor of the Women's uh, Survivor Series team uh, in November. She wins the rumble, like you said. Yeah, so just rocket ship, just straight, straight attached. up, and it's yep. good because it worked, and, it, and she was legit, and you believed everything she did. Still does, still do, by the way. Correct, uh, striker, um, submissions, uh, everything. Uh, presentation. Got, the presentation is great. The quirky style, the weird dancing, like it all just works. And I was so afraid they take all that away from her because WWE does that kind of stuff, and you just can't. It's just who she is. It's just what you expect. It's just, and, and, and yeah, it, oh man, I can't wait. Yeah. She's so good, dude. She's so good. Anyway, uh, and on the Charlotte, and you're going to say something, sorry? No, I was just going to say that it's it's a, highlighting to the point that this, that the, this was pretty early in Charlotte. This was early in Oscar's run in on the main roster, this match, right? And this is a big match for somebody who's, hasn't been on the roster for very long. So let's six not months. forget that. Yeah, six exactly. months. Six months. So, quite the ride that we went on to get there. So anyway, yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte uh, wins the SmackDown Women's Championship the previous November on SmackDown. Do you know who she beats for the title? Natalia. Natalia. SmackDown November 14th, yep. So then that kind of, I mean, she has some defenses, obviously, but it's the rosters, it's, who knows who she wrestles. It doesn't matter, it's Charlotte. So they're all they're waiting for Charlotte, Oscar, and Mania. That's what the whole re, the whole thing is here. So and here it is because Oscar's. Let's go, Oscar's. Yeah, let's go. So anyway, they uh they that's the match, and so, so it's then an undefeated like, oh. streak here too against yes. the the title, right? So like streak versus title, something's got to give. Yeah, that's that's the biggest selling point, and and so if you see any of the promos that they do together before the match. There's really not a lot of animosity here. It's mostly based off of respect. Charlotte or uh, Oscar picked Charlotte because she wanted the challenge. She likes the challenge. Charlotte got goosebumps when she got picked by Oscar because she can't wait to step in the ring with her because she heard so much about her. So it's like there's not uh, it's not a blood feud in any way, shape, or form. It is a feud of respect, especially like now we've never even seen this match before because or maybe I don't think so. But so this is kind of 
it's exciting. This was the kind of year. Mentioned you mentioned uh, Nakamura and AJ being at this mania as well. Same idea where it was sort of just like we want to see these two guys bad at the biggest stage, and then we got it. So nice, thanks. Yeah, Nakamura had been up a little longer than Oscar had at this point too. But I mean, really, this is like the AJ Shinsuke thing is uh that's almost a dream match of sorts for like insider guys you know what I'm saying like the AEW fans of today were fucking thrilled that it was AJ and Shinsuke at Mania because you know that's what the whole world was like all these guys killed it in Japan let's see what they can do here now correct they they did fine we'll see if we ever get that match but yeah it's alright um but (laughs) so but anyway WWE scale women's wrestling scale this is kind of at the time a pretty big thing. Right? It's a big deal. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, during the build up to this match, they uh, the week before uh, uh, Mania, actually the SmackDown right before Mania, they came to Nashville and I was there. And these two had a uh, in ring promo together. And once again, nothing happened except for, "Are you ready for Oscar? I'm ready, <laughs> but, but, are you, ready for Oscar. <laughs> but are you ready? And you know, and then." That's about it. Is I'm ready. Are you Are you ready? You know, and that's the whole build up. I was like, okay, yeah, that's pretty much. No, nope. it's, it's just built on the fact that that, that Charlotte's been kind of unbeatable, and yeah. that she's kind of heralded as the best, right? Yeah. But you got this other chick that's like, <laughs> hold my beer. You know what right. I mean? Like exactly. <laughs> but they didn't touch each other. Is my point? Is they yeah. didn't They didn't even threaten it. You know, it's. it's I'm not saying that's bad. I actually kind of like it. I always no, hope I they too. save it for the. You know, I hate it when they get into it too early, too much because then you've seen it. So anyway, I'm thinking it's a good thing. That's what I'm saying. Is it's worked out? <laughs> Hell yeah, and it does. I mean, holy cow! Wait till we start talking about it. Uh, let's yeah. get to Mania. Are we at Mania? Yeah, we're at Mania. We are at Mania. Hell of a great video package in front of this match, too. It tells the whole story. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. it's just typical, you know, Kevin Dunn TV crew stuff. It, I mean, if you had no idea and you were just watching WrestleMania, you know, you had a buddy over that was just like, I'll hang out and watch Mania. He didn't know shit about anybody or anything. He'd get a pretty good idea of what's going on by watching that video package. And I think that's always their main kind of goal, right? Exactly. Exactly. Just uh, uh, sound bites. That they've collected over the last few weeks over some nice editing and maybe some music. And some, hi- <laughs> and some highlights of matches and some high spots yeah. and some, you know, kind of telling you what each person is. Anyhow. Yeah, but yeah they're really good. So I, th- I thought this was cool. Queen versus Empress was a whole thing that was kind of... Um, you, you will know. bow. There was a whole bowing thing. Like, yeah. I won't bow to anybody. She said, you will bow to the Empress. She said that in the promos, too. So that was the thing. But um, In the yeah, arena... Yeah, this Charlotte is what like Flair comes out to Ric Flair music with the whole throne thing. That's an homage to Triple H entrance that she was a part of. There you go. I did like the just straight 2001 Odyssey music, not her remix, as a special treat to her emerging. But no, I didn't uh, know about that. Was she wearing a blue robe here? No, it's gold, I believe. It's oh, very it's gold. gold. It is gold. One of these ones, she wears a blue robe that's to mimic the one from his last match. But I, I don't remember which mania that is. Anyhow, yeah, gold robe. Uh, but yeah, that uh, that Triple H entrance where he comes out on the throne from maybe, I don't know, five years before this. I think it's probably for one of those Hell in a Cell matches, one of the 17 he had of my manias against The Undertaker. Um, Taker, 28 the, or 29. The three gals that were like his little harems there were Bliss, Banks, and Charlotte. That's hilarious. I think I knew that, but I think I knew that, but I wouldn't have told. I wouldn't have. That's not trivia. I would have pulled out quick. Yeah. So, oh, I should. I should have asked who you think the three were. 
Well, anyhow, so that's, that's before any of them were even on television on NXT, so that's that shows how long ago that was. That's what this is. It's an homage to that entrance. Do you know who the three dudes are that are under masks that are hair little Aaron Heron boys? No. You One of them is on SmackDown currently. One of them is, I think, engaged to an NXT fe- uh, female wrestler. And the other one, I have no idea where he works anymore, but he is in... He, he, I think he's on TV twice, but he's in a mm. Royal Rumble. So, there's your, there's, <laughs> your, there's your... Okay, let's start with the first one. Guy's on SmackDown currently. Oh, okay. Let's try... Um, um, Play in the NFL. Tells, tells bad jokes. Madcap? Madcap. So, yeah, Madcap Moss is one of them. Okay. The other right. one is uh, we saw when we, you and I and our stepfather, who's been on the show, went and saw NXT in Nashville. He was out stretching on the street as we walked up to the venue and walked right by him. And I was like, holy shit, dude, I think that that was this guy. Also, Mandy Rose's boyfriend, fiance, husband, one of the three, something like that. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dom, not Dom Dijakovic. He's too tall. I don't know who it was. Tino Sabatelli. That's right. I'll never remember that guy's name. Anyway, Sam Vitale. Okay. Played for the Bucks as well. And the other guy, I remember he was supposed to have this big debut match on NXT, and it was only to build like Samoa Joe and Samoa Joe debut. So it was like, this guy's debut and the monster. And then he came out, did an entrance, Samoa Joe came out, beat the crap out of him, and that's all you ever saw of him again. But he is in the greatest Royal Rumble, the 50-man, because they needed bodies, and he was brought over to help train some of the other guys. I know. I'll just tell you. You'll never get it. Dan Matha. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't know that one. Anyway, that's the three guys. That... Okay. <laughs> I don't think they'll rise to the same prominence as Charlotte, Alexa Bliss, and uh, Sasha Banks. So, sorry, fellas. No, uh, it's not like some weird behind-the-scenes King of the Ring thing. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. just a made man if you get that spot. Uh, uh, pissed off, Asuka, they like cut the beginning off of her music. Yeah, the very beginning. I hate it. Why? Yes. Leave it on there. Yeah, the yeah I don't get it. With the it's on there on when, uh, when I was watching Raw and shit for the couple weeks prior it was there, so I don't I, know. I don't know why you don't do it here. It's WrestleMania. Make that arena yeah. go black, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Not everyone gets the lights out entrance, I guess. But um, yeah, Char- Charlotte got got pyro too. Let's not forget, she got an entrance pyro. Like, that's never a good thing for the opponent. <laughs> never a good thing for the opponent, especially if you don't get any. Um, yeah, yeah, no shit. Uh, good. For, by the way, we got Todd Phillips, Corey Graves, Byron Saxton on headset. Jason Ayers, your referee. Jason Ayers, your referee for this really nice wrestling match that starts out with some fantastic wrestling and some mm-hmm. holes reverses. Stalemates, mm-hmm. good shit, yep. man. Good yeah, shit. Reverse. Looked smooth. Looked looked like they've been working on this at the house shows over the past two months. Well, another thing too, I noticed that's great about this match was that the um, the flow of it was in a way that neither one was getting an edge. Right, it was very even. Like even to a point where one would do a move, and you'd get the each were getting false finishes on each other, like getting two counts. So it was. You could tell, like, nobody was getting an edge. No one was getting a leg up. Charlotte did get chucked out of the ring and hurt her shoulder against the barricade, which ended up being significant for for her story for the rest of the match because Asuka was working on it. But other than that, it was pretty even keel for a long time. What would you say? 
I would, yeah, I'd, yeah, I agree, and I think that that's the kind of key to what the whole it matches up with what the build was, right? Because yeah, you don't you want to kind of the whole entire match be like any you, this could end at any point or could go on forever, yep. and this finish is probably going to come out of nowhere and when we least expect it, and it kind of does, yep. which we'll obviously get to. But mm-hmm. I got to throw this in there before we get too deep into the match. John Cena sitting in the crowd. Right. Yeah. They cut to him a couple times. Like, because his spot's coming up too. But yeah, the, um, yeah, he's funny. He's just sitting there. He's having a beer. He's having a beer. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like, he was, I think, because he shows up during, like, because there's a bunch of pre show matches on this Mania. There's, like, four of them. And he's there for, like, half of those, the first two matches. Because I think this is, like, this is real close to the beginning of this Mania here, right? This is, like, the second or third match, I think. This is like the second match. This is the match right after the Rollins, whatever, Intercontinental Triple match that we just had. We just had, which is a great match. Man, starting off with two bangers, these this Mania. Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in retrospect, making you start to reassess like how great maybe that Mania was. We'll have to we'll have to see as we get through. Yo, this uh, K, self- is this KO and uh, Zayn? Yeah, yeah. And we had that too. Shane and Brian too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's also here. This also has the well had the Ooh. shit tag match with Nicholas. That's here. It also has Nakamura and and, and AJ. AJ. It is Roman and and Brock though, right? Yeah. Main event. It's got Taker Cena. I mean, like let's let's start giving him respect. Is maybe one of the better topper tier WrestleManias. Is this had. Rock and Rowan? Good question. I don't think it is. I don't think so. Yeah, that's too much star power. Anyhow, no, because. Anyhow. I don't think it is. That's stage Dallas. Is that was Dallas. Stage, that was Dallas. Stage is different. Stage is different. Yeah, because yeah, the fucking... Okay, stage is different. Yeah, the fucking Dallas shoot. First Dallas. Right there. Yeah. 32, yeah. That's right. Okay, hey, uh, back to this. I forgot what the fuck we were talking about, so I'll just jump right in. Hip, hip attack... Oh, we were talking about Cena. Hip attacks with Asuka, just like... It's really where she kind of gets a little bit of advantage. You're right on the shoulder thing, but Asuka's just talking shit. Just, hey, yeah, just talking, just Japanese, just yelling at her and shit. I was like, that's pretty great. Um... That moonsault into the triangle, that's really early. Holy cow. It's right after. That's when she's working the shoulder. When she catches her, because she does, like, catch her, by the way. And also, I mean, Charlotte does a great job of landing on her feet. But, like, her legs were up to catch her in that triangle as she landed. And it was all so smooth that I barely know what happened. It's amazing. It is. It's amazing. There's a suplex to the floor from the apron. It's just a hard bump, dude. I'm just like, ow. Girls, fucking A, bro. Let's let's mm-hmm. uh, leave a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, good. And then Flair's talking shit too, so she's doing the same thing. She's coming right back out to Asuka. And it's pretty fucking fantastic. Like now, here we go. Like there's some heat. Let's go. Now we're realizing this thing ain't gonna be easy. You start hitting that's each other. Up. You start feeling like you want to hit them harder and more. Well, that's so. when all them strikes too, man. Like they're the slap on the face, and then Asuka just kicking the beating the shit out of her. She's up on the turnbuckle chopping the little shit out of her at that one point. That was pretty good. Um, the missile dropkick was good. Mm-hmm. Stiff. I, but that Spanish fly, man. Spanish fly. So that got me because they were on uneven footing. So they were on, like, what, she was coming from the top rope. Oscar was on the middle rope. It was. So they had to, she had to rotate at the same rate, but they were coming from the different, different spot. angles. So I was like, that... They landed been, okay. It could have yeah. been better, but they, mm-hmm. when they when you slow down to see the, the impact, that's when you realize how much that had to have hurt. That's why mm-hmm. they did, did that. I mean, it's perfect. Oh, it was scary. It sort though. of came out of nowhere too. That felt like that move was pretty early in the in the match, considering the the spot that a Spanish fly is, in my opinion. But then I was kind of that's where I was like, oh, that's where we're at. All right, you know. 
But even like, here still, we go. like they, there's, we had some matches recently where I thought there could be more selling, and in here mm-hmm. it's like the perfect amount. Yeah, it's kind of selling. Well paced. Mm-hmm. They don't. I think the match could have been longer, and it would have been. Yeah. I don't know about better. I don't know, but I think you could. I mean, when I tell you the minutes at the end, you'll probably agree with me. Anyway, uh, back to the the action here. That natural selection kind of gets like tried and reversed a little bit there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I I don't exactly remember what happens. Yeah, she. Uh, you got it. She went for the natural selection, but as she did it, she grabbed her and put her into like a cross face or something. I don't know okay. what she's going for. Yeah, I don't something. remember. I, it was something that she grabbed the hole, but there's a big spear from Charlotte and that kind of like. It's a high spot that gets the crowd. When she kicks out of the spear and pin, the crowd reacts accordingly. So yeah, I this fall, here we go, nice. false finish time. That's what we're mm-hmm. going to get, right? We're going to get, now we're going to get submission holes with rope breaks and we're going to get false finishes on both ends. So, yep, you know, after the, spear, after the spear, you get the false finish. You get the figure four, which is the figure eight, and you're up, and, and we're just waiting for Oscar to get to the ropes, and it never happens. And Oscar taps out, and Charlotte wins at 13 minutes and five seconds. 13. I said she fucking tapped. She tapped. I, said, I remember even watching it live, being like, "Yo," yeah, like hating it, kind of, but yeah. also uh-huh. kind of loving it and being like, "I yeah. get it," like I get uh-huh. it. But yep. oh, I would have went the other way, but I also get it. Mm-hmm. Cause you're Charlotte's like the queen. Charlotte's the, the one. She's the star. She's the one. She's the girl. She's Roman now. Was Charlotte five years ago? Right. Like no one's beating yeah. her. She's gonna beat everybody, no matter what the challenge is. Right. This this is where the six months in the main roster comes into play because Charlotte's an established star. Yeah. She's not losing this match. I mean, I could. I probably knew that at the time, but in retrospect, you know, it doesn't too, hurt her though because. You understand yeah, that, but Oscar. if you looked at the way they've booked everything since Brock Lesnar in 2014, they they do a lot more long-term shit now. And if you look at how they were building Charlotte over the last couple of years, she's been getting multiple multiple title reigns. Putting yeah, building in into spots. this match you're saying, right? She, building into this, correct. she was winning everything. Considering she's this Roman was the now. first time. Yes, she was Roman now, but with less support. Um, yeah, on her own. So what I'm sure, well, I lost my train of thought. So anyway, this is part of the story. Since Oscar's new, Oscar has a streak that she needs to lose on this main roster too. By the way, um, we can't have that keep going. She can't just keep that. We're not, we're not doing this Goldberg shit because then no matter what, it's going to end controversial. That's true. The that's going to be the, that'll end up being the story that she's undefeated, not that she's changed. right. Yeah, and you, the, I, I I agree. That's another one. I'm with you. I I, I think that's a thing yeah. too. Plus, you're right. Like she's. Charlotte was building a resume of a win streak, like her, her win-loss record on pay-per-views, premium live events, whatever you call them, was so much, was so good for so long. It's just part of that resume they were building. She kept swapping the titles with everybody, so she had more title. And so that's why she's like 13-time champ now, because nobody remembers that she swapped the title between Sasha Banks like four times, like in the fall of 2017, I think, or 16. Yeah, it just kind of bugs me because I think I would have, you know, I don't know. I think Asuka, I think maybe could have should have won here, whereas, like, I think that Banks could have beat Bianca instead of having Bianca beat Banks here a couple years ago. Like, I I, I don't know. It's just my opinion. I'm just armchair booking. Like, it works. Like, I don't, really, it's fine. Just love, just enjoy, hashtag just enjoy wrestling. I'm going to try to do that a little more from now on. Yeah, um, and also, also, if you talk about what happens after, it makes sense because of what happens two days later. How about that? You're right. That's majors. Let's jump into that really quick. Um, okay. 
So on SmackDown, which is like, what, five nights later? The Two, because it was still on Tuesdays. I don't know. I think it was on Friday. It was SmackDown Live. I just watched it. Okay, you did. <laughs> so the Iconics debut. They, the Iconics debut, right? And yep. jump Charlotte. Jump Charlotte, yep. And Carmella, yep. who has had the money in the bank briefcase since the previous summer, cashes in and wins the title by beating Charlotte. You can't do that with Oscar. Correct. So if we're going that direction, this is what we're doing. So title got taken out of that picture quickly anyway. So I don't know. To me, it felt like, especially knowing that that's what the next plan was, although maybe they didn't even know that, but they probably did. She's had money in the bank since June. Uh, I'm sure the plan was to cash it in somewhere around WrestleMania if she was keeping it that long. So I don't know if that necessarily affected the outcome of the WrestleMania match, but maybe, <laughs> maybe. I wrote something I, down here and I can't I can't tell what it is. It says ooh. why, meh, Mike, why Mike work? Oh, I know. Because she I grabbed hate, the mic. I hated and, it. I hated it. I fucking hated it. Said, you were ready for Oscar. I hated and it. They gave her a hug. And I was like, yeah. No, I hated it. Hated it. I get the respect thing. Just have him shake hands. Move away. I don't don't say shit. Why? I don't. She doesn't. Fuck it. It's dumb. Anyway. And we already know that Oscar's got the most questionable mic skills. No, no offense, but no. Yeah, she just English is her second language. It's just yeah. not what you know. She can speak it, and she's done interviews. I've heard her on shows and stuff. But it's just you know, this is. Not the time. It doesn't. Yeah. Don't need it. Don't need it. You could. They could have just hugged. Period. Could've just hugged. That could have been yep. it. Walk away. Uh, <laughs> even then, after that, John Cena gets a phone call. Yeah. And then the runs, comes running down. And then runs, jumps the barricade, runs by ringside, and sprints as fast as you think you could possibly run up the aisle away. And it's great because then Charlotte's like, "That's John Cena." I think, I think and that Oscar's John, like, "That's Cena." Oscar's kind of laughing, like, like, what the hell? But, like, literally, Charlotte goes, was that John Cena? Yeah. <laughs> or I think that was John Cena. And she's, like, smiling, yeah. laughing, like, yeah, breaking character a little bit. So, um, your turn to rate first, I think, this time. My turn to rate first. I actually don't um, know. I'm kind of pissed at the stuff I gave fours to, because uh, I think this is a four and a half, because it can't be five. It's not a five. But if this is a four and a half HBK match. Uh, and it's leaning towards the five. Because I don't know, man. How much better do you want it to be? It could be longer. Uh, I don't know what else you wanted as far as an outcome goes. Tapping out to a, a, a well-established finisher that's won many a titles. Um, I have no issue with much. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm gone to it. I'm like, this is great. It's four and a half HPKs. It's on par with other four and a halves, which I think there's only been like one. But that's where I'm at. Where are you going? I think that this is as close to a five without being a five as it gets. And I think it's doing an injustice to not f- make it a five. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Like I said, it's heavily leaning five, but I'm, I just don't know. Would I have liked maybe two more minutes? Probably. That's my reason. Yeah. That probably would have liked two more minutes. Um, but man, they hit hard, and they work their fucking asses off. And the the no build type of build, just the, the reputation build, is. I remember it. 
You know what I mean? If that tells you anything. And I don't remember a lot from 2018. But I remember the match. I remember the finish. I remember the feud. Uh, it's, uh, I love Asuka too. And I fucking hated Charlotte in 2018. Because she was such the heel. And I fucking hated the character. Because that was the fucking point, And I get it. But like I hated her. When she won. I was like, this bitch. I can't believe they give her all the... They never let her lose. This is st- stupid bullshit. But I get it. It's a five. I think it's a five. Okay. I like it. I'm glad. I'm glad that we. Have, I'm glad that we. I'm glad that we have a five. To the. I mean, to the point that when we got it, I was anxious and to, anxious to watch it. Yeah. Like I did my research on this match a while ago, and I've watched yeah. it a couple times. It's a five. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I just feel like I have to jump. Justify it. Maybe I don't. Right? If you're thinking the same thing. Uh, uh, yeah. No, you don't really have to justify okay. it to me. It's... Just really quick. Uh, one more thing on the post match thing. Oscar uh, does end up and win the title, but she has to wait until December. She wins the title in December, so it takes a long time to get her. But she gets there, and then she's in the picture for a long time. So she's been a few times champ. So and she's in the picture again. Uh, there we go. Hey, um, I want to give a shout out really quick to my buddy Aaron at the Pick Ten Podcast. It's on Spotify, other streaming platforms. I hope soon. Uh, I was a lucky guest on his show. We talked about wrestling entrance themes. Um, hey, hey, I uh, I listened, and um, honestly, your list is pretty good, except for um, I'm really not sure. Jazz, what the fuck, dude? Like, honestly, let's let's. Take a little side note here. If you haven't listened to Pick Ted Podcast, my brother included a, His interest themes are all his own favorites, which I'm glad. Pick your favorites. I would have done the same. However, the jazz music is also... Oh, there's another one, too. That's but, a bad um, recording, it's, too. It's a bad recording. It doesn't matter. It's so, like, generic. I'm so, It's not good. It's not. I get I it. Like it. Sure, I have music that I like, too, that for no reason. Uh... Also, when you, I think you put in Hardcore Holly, and I thought you meant the stock Hardcore Holly, the one that I like, the Crash Holly one. Not the How Do You Like Me no, Now one. I like one, the How Do You Like Me Now one. Ugh, talk about just stock Jim Johnston. I mean, it's just not, it shouldn't be on anybody's list. So otherwise, slick, correct. Good job. Thank you. Hey, awesome. See, I knew it. Because I, I was like, I have, I, it's, it's the best. It's the best one. Anyway, yeah, spoiler anyway. alert. Uh, <laughs> also, I have to also shout out Ms. Leilani Kai, legend, should be Hall of Famer. Leilani Kai, who we talked about in a match with the Lunger Blaze at WrestleMania 10. Shout out to Leilani Kai for hopping on that Instagram and giving us a comment and a like and a follow. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate that. Tell, tell your friends. There's another women's match here you can hear us talk uh, talk about. And I'm glad we were nice to her because it was she worked her butt off in that match and we didn't say anything bad. So good job, Brad. It's called the female one man gang, but that's not a knock. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. She said nice because that's what the, that means. We were right, just for the record. Yes, <laughs> that means we were right. Um, we're gonna pick a match for next time. While we get our stuff ready, why don't you hop over to Facebook, give us a freaking like and a follow and some comments and tell your friends and share us over there uh go on instagram random mania podcast there but uh, not a whole lot on the twitter so we're just not even gonna bring that up anymore but we're gonna pick a match between zero and 388 if we get zero we can pick whatever we want literally wrestlemania related 388 matches in all wrestlemanias not pre-matches none of that crap so we don't pick those are you ready i'm ready 203-203 Match number 203 is Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg from WrestleMania 20. Oh, no. Holy shit. Oh, no. And we've not it's had great. this, right? No. Well, I don't have it crossed off, but I don't think we've talked about this. 
This is one of the most memorable WrestleMania matches of all time for all the wrong reasons. We have not had this. This is... This is great. This gives us like something to talk about, honestly. Oh, this is like clickbait show stuff. Clickbait like, shit, this yes. This is like... Yes. Something that I, as a wrestling fan, I never experienced before this, and something as a wrestling fan I have not experienced since this. Correct. It's wild. It's wild. I always recommend to anybody. It's one of the wildest unscripted moments in wrestling history. The whole thing. Holy crap. Or is, or is it scripted? I don't know. God damn it. I, don't, it I don't know. Any, I don't you know, know what I mean? It's just crazy sauce. It's I don't know. It's crazy sauce. Anyhow, we'll talk it's about it. Business. We'll let you know why. And then you yeah. can watch it. But that's next time. This one. This one is over. Fucking over. And I want to congratulate Charlotte. You tapped out an undefeated lady. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. That cracked me. <laughs> Lady wrestler. We used to call them lady wrestlers. I know. Uh, but anyway, it was uh, actually really spectacular, as you can tell by our rating. And um, we're really uh, glad we watched it. And we hope you all take the time out of your day to check it out. Um, and also, thank you for taking the time to check us out um, oh, on our show here. Oh, well, what I'd like to do here at the end. got real low. We start talking yeah. about that nighttime radio. Because you want to just spin a record here on the Perella and Perella Hour. I'm going to spin a record. It's by the CFOs. Because I want to say, unfortunately, Oscar. Yeah. Uh, 